December 10th, 2020, episode 45 of Pull Up the Tape. Let's get it. All right. So on Tuesday, I know it's, a, it's like a little two days late, but I, I had to get this out. Des Bryant was on the field warming up, getting ready to play against his former team, the Dallas Cowboys. And it's honestly the entire situation that transpired and occurred. Like, it's kind of really scary and frightening if you really just want to sit there and analyze things like on a medical on a medical perspective and like with with that sort of lens that something like this shouldn't be happening and it makes me wonder what exactly is going on behind closed doors and with testing with players like because i remember during the summer and you know in the off season a lot of players were just talking about how they want to play but they would they're they're not comfortable playing unless there's safe protocol Players are going to be ensured ensure that they're they're being pr- protected and tested frequently and blase blase blase. But here is an example where I don't know if everybody was being protected. I don't know if everyone was was exactly. Um, I don't I don't even know what exactly how to paraphrase what I'm trying to say. But I just know that this situation is not right and it makes the NFL look extremely extremely bad. All right. So Des Bryant tested positive for COVID, but he didn't find out until minutes before the game. As to after, and this is a, this is after he's already been on the field, warming warming up with his teammates, hugging some of the coaches from the Dallas Cowboys staff because the, that I don't know if those are his exactly his old coaches because the head coach that was there when he was there is no longer there, which means there there could be a brand new staff. I don't know. Sometimes the term there is, there is some sort of a layover when it comes to new staff versus old staff. Like some some coaches are retained while some are let go. So it could have been a bit of both. But he was hugging some of the coaches on on the Cowboy staff, hugging some of his old teammates, warming up with his teammates, and all this while he has COVID. And then. He's informed that he has COVID and then he has to leave and gets gets off the field and goes. I don't know exactly where he went, but it just makes me wonder, like, how, how the hell did this happen? Like, aren't these aren't these players supposed to be tested every single day, like every single day? How did that happen? And it just has me wondering, like, how, how did they proceed to play the game as if that didn't happen? And it just makes me like there's just so many different questions. Something is wrong. I mean, I don't, I, and, and it makes me wonder how many other times has this actually happened? Is this a common thing? Because honestly, if we're being honest, I don't know if the, like, it, it's a really, really bad look on the NFL. And it just makes me wonder, like, maybe you guys should have just not said anything on the low, or maybe you guys shouldn't have even announced that, that this Brian had COVID. Maybe you should just said, oh, undisclosed, blah, blah. I, I don't know, created some, some, some sort of excuse. But informing that the informing the public that he had COVID, and the fact that he was on the field prior to the game, warming up, and not social distancing, hugging people, dabbing people up, running drills with—I uh, don't know—that that just that's just a very very sus look, okay? And even even Dez said it himself. He went home and tweeted like, uh, "How are you guys having? How are you guys playing a game? Like I wasn't just on the field interacting with all these individuals." So it just makes me wonder exactly what the fuck is happening with this whole situation. Players should be tested every day. Players should be like, I don't know. And I think I don't think that people should be informed minutes 
prior to a game that they have COVID. After after already interacting with all these individuals, like I, when did they? When exactly did they find out that he had COVID? Is my question, and why? Why was it? And and then also, why was it minutes before the game that they he was informed that he had COVID? When was his last COVID test? I have so many questions. Are the are, do the Baltimore Ravens need to be fined for? Because logically, how can you explain what happened? Some sort of protocol had to be broken because. You can't tell me that they followed everything precisely and still came up with this result as to when he was informed, how he was informed. Like, that just doesn't even make sense. Like, if 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 anything, he should have been informed as soon as he stepped onto the field, not after he was warming up already. Like, what? That doesn't even make any sense. That logically doesn't make any sense. So I hope the NFL investigates and actually looks into this because, like I said, it doesn't make any sense. And they continue, they're continuing to put players harm's way because they're not doing their jobs. How often, like they, how often are they? Especially, and this is game day too. Should they be getting tested like the first thing they do when they wake up? I don't know exactly the protocol and how it's supposed to go from from start like from when the player wakes up to when the game is being played. But I know, I know for a fact, it shouldn't have been like that. Because I have, I have a friend who plays football for Fresno State, and he says they get tested every single day. And if anybody has COVID, they're not playing. They're not being, like, they, they're going to find out ASAP. So I don't know exactly, and this is, this is in college. I don't know the NFL has way more money for tests, way more money for everything, the resources, all that stuff. So like I said, this should never happen. The fact that it did happen is very surprising and very alarming. And I hopefully, if the NFL is smart, which I know sometimes they cannot be, they're going to look into this and investigate into the matter because something doesn't seem right about this at all. So LSU is imposing a self-ban from the postseason for, for, and this is stemming from the NCAA's investigation into improper booster payments to its football players, okay? Everybody knows that um, college, college, college sports is, is essentially a broken system, like, I don't know how. I think it's been broken for almost thirty years now. I think it, it can you can stem you can see the foul play stemming from the nineties, maybe even the eighties. But once again, my opinion on all this stuff is, what the hell is the point? Why what why punish? No, no, the NCAA didn't punish didn't punish LSU. LSU was punishing themselves. They're giving themselves an impose ban. Uh, first of all, they're giving themselves an impose ban from this season's postseason. Not that they were even going to make it, if because uh, I think they're they're close to garbage this year. They're also imposing a scholarship reduction of eight over two years. I'm not sure if that's eight each year or, or eight in total over the next two years. Four four uh, reduction on recruiting visits, as well as Odell Beckham Jr. Everybody knows he's a former Tiger, being uh, banned from all facilities for the next two years. And this is stemming from the fact that he gave a total of $2,000 in cash to four players after they beat Clemson 42-25. to And personally, this might be the dumbest shit I've, ever, I've heard all year. So Odell Beckham is being banned from attending any LSU games and being on their campus and facility because he gave players $2,000, $2,000 after they beat Clemson. Come on now, for real? This has to be some sort of joke. 
Because $2,000 is like changing money, right? Because $2,000 can buy you a house, right? Because $2,000 can move your mom out the hood, right? Can $2,000 even buy you a car? Can it? Uh, probably a junk-ass car. Not even, not in any car anybody who plays for Louisiana State University would want to drive. So it, it's, it's a little puzzling and kind of odd to see. But, hey, I guess. Here's my opinion on all this. It's dumb as fuck. And I think, I personally, I honestly, honestly, honestly think this might be the stupidest thing I've read all year. First of all, I've always, I've always thought it was dumb, like dumb, 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 that certain, certain programs get punished for something everyone does. Everyone does. College basketball, college, college football, especially college basketball is broken broken okay and it's been that way for 30 to 40 years okay and it's never gonna get fixed it's already it's just it's too far gone it's too far on like this has been happening for too long so when i see programs getting punished like it's it's that case where for those for those people who used to talk a lot in school you probably would know what i'm talking about but getting getting caught by the teacher for talking in class or doing or texting when literally everyone in the class is texting. I understand, yeah, you know, some people are dumb enough to, like, uh, it's, it's who's dumb enough to get caught doing it or, or X, Y, and Z. That, that you can use that excuse. But, look, there's, if the NCAA really want to, like, I, 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 I dare someone to find me a program that doesn't violate any of the NCAA sanctioned rules when it comes to improper benefits, recruiting, paying players under the table, or all that. Find me a program. Find me a program. Please. Please. Because I know I know programs that aren't even good. They were offering. I have a close friend. A really, really close friend. Listen to this. I have a close friend. A really, really close friend. Who, when he was getting recruited by Arizona State University, they offered to buy him a, a brand new truck and offered one of his family members a brand new truck. No, 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 no. Actually, I, I apologize. I got that. I got that. Um, I got that story wrong. University of, Kentucky, University of Kentucky offered him a brand new truck as well as his father a brand new truck if he signed at the dotted line. Unfortunately, he didn't, and he went to Arizona State University. But nevertheless, um, Kentucky shouldn't have done that. That's they're, they're breaking NCAA rules right there. Right there, they're breaking NCAA rules and violations, but I, there was no sanction for them. Like I said, everybody does this. Everyone does this. Parents get played to attend schools every single year. And I, if, if you think that if you think, if you think that's not true, you're an idiot. Okay, so why are we punishing teams for, or why are te, why are te, why do teams even have to impose self sanctioned bans? Like, first of all, paying players. I don't even understand how paying players is a bad thing. First of all, these dudes earn millions and millions and millions of dollars for the university for said university. So why 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 should they not be paid? Maybe they shouldn't be paid millions of dollars like NFL contracts, but. Thousands, maybe 10, 50, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 100,000. That doesn't sound absurd to me. That shouldn't be absurd. People shouldn't get punished for that. That doesn't even make sense. And LSU imposing these stupid bans on themselves. Like, what is the, what is the point of this? Why? So the NCAA doesn't impose, impose like, way more sanctions on you guys? Or, or what? This doesn't even make any sense. 
and and Odell Beckham being punished for giving two thousand dollars to 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 four players, two thousand in total to four players, or even if it was two thousand to even if it was two thousand to each each of these four players, that is not life changing money. Nobody no, like what? Are are you serious? So that's why he's getting suspended from all facilities. That doesn't even make any sense. That doesn't make sense. Shame on you, LSU. Shame on you. That was dumb as hell. But hey, I guess you have to do what you have to do to save face. That's just the name of the game, right? In the, in the NCAA, that's, that's everybody's just trying to save face because that's just the thing to do. Champions League. So today is Thursday, meaning the last group stage games were played yesterday. And I, I I will honestly say that I am happy, 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 happy from all of us to you because finally, now we can get into the real thick of things. Two leg, two leg, two leg matches with quality European sides going head to head for a European trophy. All right. And I think if, if I'm not mistaken from my first, from my prediction video to when um when the group stage uh videos came when the when the group stage drawings happened to what happened to what transpired, I was pretty right. I mean, but I'm not gonna say I deserve any any cool points or anything like that because predicting group stage games are pretty easy. It's like, like I said, it, this isn't the World Cup where it's only where it's only three matches. It's six matches. So a team's quality is going a team's quality and and class is going to show over the course of six games. So I'm not surprised by the teams who won. I am surprised that certain teams didn't make it. Atalanta, no, not Atalanta. Manchester Manchester United and Inter Milan. And Inter are going through some stuff right now and I don't know if Antonio Antonio Conte is the is the coach for them because he made a lot of bonehead mistakes and I will say Manchester United, man, they are. They haven't. Manchester United hasn't been a powerhouse or a really, really good team since Sir Alex Ferguson. And even in twenty, the twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen season when Manchester United finished second in the Premier League, Jose Mourinho called that a very big accomplishment. Accomplishment because he knew how bad that team actually was for them to finish second behind City. So I don't know what's up with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, but. He might not be it anymore. I don't know what what the hell is going on with Manchester United. I don't know when again they'll actually be able to reclaim the glory that they had when they had Sir Alex Ferguson as their manager. But I mean, you're not you're not seeing any arguments for me as a Chelsea fan. Like I, I honestly love seeing United be ass cheeks. But hey, it is what it is. So let me get into the 16 teams that made it into the round of 16. We have we have the reigning reigning champions Bayern Munich, Atletico Madrid. Real Madrid, who I personally don't think deserve to be in the the last sixteen because of the house spread, how terrible they played at at so many point junctions in in the group stage. Bruce Dimitri and Gladbach, Manchester City, Porto, Liverpool, Atlanta, Big Dogs, Chelsea FC, London is blue, Sevilla, Borussia Dortmund, Lazio, Juventus, Barcelona, PSG, and RB Leipzig, who knocked out. Manchester United. Thank you very much. That was a great job. Great job. So I'm looking forward to the Champions League draw. I uh, can't wait. I'm really, really excited. I will. I cannot wait. I, oh, man, I can't wait. Really, really excited for the Champions League to continue to progress. 
The Rams are playing the Patriots later today, uh, Thursday night football game. Can't wait to analyze that and dissect that for you guys tomorrow. I want you guys, everyone, to stay blessed, stay positive, stay safe. Viral movie, shake the room, shoot for the stars, game for the moon. Rest in peace, pop smoke.